Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. We become acceptable and yet no reflection of the power that was present in the early church. Why? You can always tell how afraid the devil is of any doctrine by the amount of opposition he levels against that teaching. Of all teachings that have been restored to the body of Christ, tongues, you, speak in, you talk about speaking in tongues, man, it's almost like religious devils come from behind the woodwork. People are stirred, people get angry. You talk about grace, people get angry. Amen. It ought to tell you something about the devil. He's so afraid, so very afraid, the church will run with this message. The apostle of grace, he prayed, you know, I'm telling you, Jesus was so full of dunamis that even his clothes, they touched the hem of his garment, they'll be healed. Paul was so full of dunamis that they say that even his handkerchiefs and one of the works down there in aprons is actually the sweatbands. In those days, they would wear a sweatband. Even his sweatband, touching the bodies of the sick, would drive out devils and cure diseases. He was so full of virtue, like Stephen. So full of virtue, full of grace. You know, when Jesus was touched by the woman in the issue of blood, he turned around and said, I, I perceive virtue has gone out of me. The word virtue there is dunamis. I love this verse in Luke 6. It says, the whole multitude sought to touch Jesus for power went out from him and healed them all. Ooh, I love it. I love it. There went power out of Jesus and healed them all. Amen. And God wants us walking in the same power. Jesus says, the works I do, you will do greater works. Because I go to my Father. Amen, church. But why is it the church is not powerful? It's because we've forgotten to fan into flames. The gift of God. The charisma of God. Amen. Isn't it interesting that the word used there is charisma? You know, when people say that uh, 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 a person is attractive, uh, or this lady has a plus factor in a beauty contest, she has charisma, or you say that a, a speaker has charisma, a charismatic person, isn't it interesting that all these words can be traced back to this time when the church was moving in charisma? Come on now. You're stirring up favor and grace. Amen. For God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So what, what this lady, Jackie Pullinger, found was that after she, was, she committed herself to praying in tongues for 15 minutes every day. All right? And then she went back to the streets. And this time, when she spoke to the people, somehow they responded. And not only that, uh, gangsters were, were, were turning around, get, uh, surrendering their weapons. She found out that uh, drug addicts especially, you know, after they're saved, they still have the problem of withdrawals and all that. 
she found out that all these drug addicts, the moment they got baptized in the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues, nearly all of them got delivered from addiction. If they continued praying in tongues. I myself saw from my, uh, with my own eyes on DVD, her DVD, where she, she walked down the street with a DVD, uh, with a camera, excuse me, and she was walking the, the streets. You know, you would see life. You know, she would pray for people in tongues and, and the pain would just leave. Miraculously, we just go. And in fact, her last chapter in her book, Chasing the Dragon, by then she's speaking in, in, in fluent Cantonese. She'll meet gangster chiefs. And by the way, all the gangsters in that place respect her. Not all of them believe, but they respect her. In fact, they offer her protection. Yeah, we, 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 without any money. Just all, you know, they respect what she's doing. And many gangster, many gangsters, as well as gangster chiefs, have been warned to the Lord. And now they are walking down the street, winning others for Jesus. And always you see them, the first thing they do when they pray for people to be saved, right after that, they pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the person goes, and you know, they'll say things like, I had the pain, now the pain is gone. David Wilkerson, director of Teen Challenge at one time. We have a Teen Challenge in Singapore, all right? The halfway house for drug addicts. And you find that Teen Challenge began with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. David Wilkerson was trying to find something to sustain all the converts who were warned from the streets, these drug addicts. And he found out many of them, they still have the habit. They will go back to their habit. But he found out the moment they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, if they continue praying in tongues, they found that bondage just breaks. Why? Because you're stirring up that miracle power. Amen. That destroys every demonic addiction. It sends into flames and just burns away all those bondages. Amen? Another gift that stirs up is love. Hey boy, we need this on the Singapore road. You know, doctors are now finding out that when you have stress, your autonomic nervous system, something like that, the part you're not conscious of, okay, whenever you feel bitterness towards someone, anger towards somebody, okay, or stress, your body is not designed by God to handle all these negative emotions. So your body does not know where to dump it. It must be dumped somewhere. So your body responds to the negative bitterness, emotions of stress, worry, fear. So your body has to dump it somewhere. And many a times your body dump it in some organ in your body. So that organ always becomes the, the whipping boy. Whenever you're under stress or affected negatively in your emotions. Especially Dr. Sanok, the colon. Alright, your colon. It's always affected when you are you are negatively inclined towards a fear or worry or stress. Your colon starts reacting. Now I guess maybe because your body is not designed for all these negative emotions, your, your body says where to dump it, and your colon is, is the area where you dump all the waste. So your, your body says dump everything in the colon, but the colon does not know what, how to handle it. So there's ulcers in the stomach, and colon develop all kinds of conditions and problems. Sometimes uh, it dumps in a certain part of your organ, your body, because your body is never designed to handle all these negative emotions. So the body will pick one organ to become the whipping boy. Every time you go this, undergo this uh, uh, negative emotion. Well, I tell you what, I believe that God has given us an outlet for all these negative emotions. And the outlet is through our mouth. We can speak out our stress by praying in tongues. Amen. So your body do not have to find somewhere to dump those negative emotions. 
And when you feel angry, all right, on the road, when you, when you are, I know none of you are, you're all spiritual. I can tell by your faces. I mean, you're all real spiritual people, amen. But someone like me, going down the road, you know, and someone does not signal and just cut in front of you, I still have emotions. How many understand that? So you want to pray in tongues, all right? So you pray in the spirit, Kara Mashika. How many feel it comes right from your belly? When you feel bitterness or anger or fear, where do you feel it? In your ear? No, you feel it in your belly. No wonder Jesus says, out of your belly shall flow. Rivers of living water. And this speak he of the Spirit. So let it loose. You find it will push out that bitterness out through your mouth. Now your body does not have to deal with that stress or that anger. You know, they, they say that women live longer than men. Okay, not in this church, okay? With long life, God satisfies all of us. And everyone say, Amen. But as a general rule of the time, outside there, they say women live longer than men. And they, they, they say that one primary reason, one big reason why so, is because women tend to speak out their emotions. Whereas men, macho men, strong macho men, they keep their emotions inside. That's why they die faster. The body doesn't know how to, get, how to get rid of those emotions. Amen. So, I submit to you. In fact, not too long ago, you can find this on the internet as well. There is, uh, 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 I don't know, it was years ago when I discovered this on the internet. And Brother Carl Stringer also found it. You know, uh, uh, a psychiatrist or a mental surgeon, I forgot, in Oral Roberts University did a study of people praying in tongues. And he has all the instruments for it all the electrodes and all that, to check your brain patterns and your body and all that, and just let the person pray for some time in tongues. And you know what this doctor, doc, I remember his name, Dr. Patterson. I don't know what his full name, I think Ross Patterson or one of that, the kind of names, okay, Patterson. But at that time he was in R. Roberts University. So he, he put all these electrodes and the guy began to speak in tongues, and he found out that the stress level miraculously just goes down when someone prays in tongues. Number two, the immune system is boosted 30 to 50%. There is today, there's no known drug that can boost your immune, no, no food, no, no miracle powder food, whatever, all right, that can boost your immune system from 30 to 50%. That's what he found out. Not only that, it releases endorphins, the same kind of uh, hormones that is released when you are exercising. A man that kills pain. Another thing. It brings down your blood pressure. Those of you who got blood pressure from before your next visit to your doctor, pray in tongues for a long time. That whole day pray in tongues, then go and check. Amen. I'm telling you, church, God has given us an amazing... Do you think for one moment your father in heaven will give you something that is not significant? How dare we? Amen. Stir up the gift, amen? Love. Praise the Lord. When you pray in tongues, love starts flowing. When you feel anger towards someone on the road, you always notice it's always around this location. And you pray in the spirit from this location. You just push it up like a reverse of living water. Amen? Then the last one is sound mind. Boy, we all need this. Amen. Sound mind. You know, we are all not in our right senses here and there. There are people with uh, amazing ideas.
who do silly things at the peak of their career, all right, they dump their loyal, faithful, wonderful wife for a young peahen. We see people, all right, doing crazy things at the peak of their career, you know, or when they hit midlife or whatever, and, and, and they do crazy things. You know, let me tell you this, you cannot have a sound mind with willpower. It takes the Holy Spirit. And this word, sound mind, is from the Greek, sophronismos, which comes from sophronizo. The word nizo is from the word sozo, salvation. That means when you pray in the Spirit, your mind gets saved. You save your mind. I mean, no, our mind needs to... Uh uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Amen? So isn't it wonderful that God has made things simple for us? Just pray in the Spirit and you, and you fan into flame. That is the day! Fan into flame until it becomes a flame. Amen? It becomes a glow with the, with the dunamis power of God. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen? It becomes a glow. I'm telling you, church. It helps you just be this flow of the Spirit all day long. Lord, I love you. I worship you, Lord. You're wonderful. Just sing in the Spirit. Amen. Yesterday, my daughter was singing the Spirit. She was singing in tongues. But, you know, kids sing in tongues. It's amazing. She's seven years old, and this is how she sings. Something like, uh, 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 you know, her, her song is always lively. one. One time Wendy was praying in tongues and, uh, and uh, you know, Wendy was saying, Mom, how come your, your tongue sounds like you're going to a funeral? You know, because we adults will sing, For them, it's, you know, she received the baptism when she was three years old. You know, and... Uh, I'm telling you, church, ever then, ever since then, you know, when she, she has stress on the way to school, exam, or whatever, the mom and her always, almost without fail, every, every time she goes to school, all right, she's praying in tongues. I think it's an amazing way for a child to release all the stress. Man, God loves you so much. those that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Amen. It's your privilege. Will you use it? Will you fan into flame and be a sub amen? I mean, be, be God's miracle man and woman. Amen. Praise the Lord. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to pray for those of you who have not received this gift, this baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'd like to pray for you. Amen. And I'm going to pray like this, inviting the Lord Jesus to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Amen. And then I'll count the tree, and we'll all just speak in tongues, okay? Now listen, you'll feel like your mouth becoming heavy or your tongue becoming like you want to speak something. God will never force you to speak. You have to speak out by faith, and the Spirit will flow. All right, He'll give you the utterance. Are you ready? Lift your hands all across this place and all the overflow rooms as well. The power of God is as much there as it's here. Praise the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father in heaven, I thank you, Lord, for the promise of the the Father. 
Jesus said you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on us. Lord Jesus, you promised it. We believe it. And right now, Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, feel inundate and baptize each and every one under the sound of my voice with your Holy Spirit and with fire. In the name of Jesus, one, two, Learn how God has equipped you to pray powerful and effective prayers. To order these 
resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. God wants to meet your every need. Rise above every situation of lack and enjoy His supply as you learn about His great love for you. For a specific gift, you can receive Joseph's latest two-sermon audio series, Ask Big, God Loves to Give. This series will inspire you to go to God today and ask Him boldly for provision, healing, and peace, knowing that He is an abundant, loving Father in your life. It's time to experience a new level of God's goodness in your life. God does things exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. I'm going to ask for big things. I'm going to ask God for big things. He wants to bless you beyond what you can ask or think. To order this resource, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. about the great revolution USA tour happening this November. I'll be coming to Houston, Dallas, and New York City, and I look forward to seeing you there. Get ready for an anointed time of praise and worship, as well as a time of partaking of the Holy Communion. I believe that the Lord has a special word just for you, and I can't wait to preach it. God bless you, and see you and your family real soon. This November, get ready for the Great Revolution Tour with Joseph Prince. Coming to you in Houston, Dallas, and New York City. Get ready for an awesome time in worship and the Word of God. Make plans now to join us in a city near you. Tickets are now available. Get them at josephprince.org slash events today. to the ministry, you can request Joseph's latest four-CD audio series, Receive Power, Love, and Healing, God's Promises Through the Gift of Tongues. Learn how to flow effortlessly and powerfully in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and enjoy divine health, healing, and good success in every area of life. Discover the benefits of praying in tongues today. For more information on how to order this powerful resource, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. If you've been blessed by today's message, we would like to give you an opportunity to partner with us to impact the world with the gospel of grace. Under grace, God says, I will be merciful to your unrighteousness and your sins I will remember no more. Jesus. Dear friends, together we can impact the world for Jesus. Partner with us and be part of this exciting grace revolution. Call us toll free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org slash partner today. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. Joseph Prince Ministries believes that your tithes belong to your local church. Your donations to the ministry are received as offerings to support the preaching of the gospel of grace.
The preceding paid program was sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. The Word Network Partners Con
be, sir? Hey, Bob. But how you be? I'm well, you. I'm pushing, my man. I'm pressing in. I'm loving this weather. <laughs> I'm loving this six to eight degrees. We in the 70s. Wow. Y'all dropped a lot. Well, I guess it's because Hurricane Erica trying to fall. Oh, Hurricane Erica, not the one in Atlanta. The what? She might be the reason why I'm cutting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, when I heard they said there's a tropical storm that looked like she's going to form into a, a hurricane that's coming straight into Miami, I said, Erica needs to behave. She said, oh. <laughs> you know she ain't got good sense. <laughs> so, right? Probably about to drop a tablet in her or something. You know, she just, oh, oh. Amen, Ella. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this this Erica got going on this week. <laughs> she said, "I'm just tired of y'all." Wow. Okay. <laughs> y'all know who I am. <laughs> I'm Erica. <laughs> I deal with it. Okay. <laughs> oh, she ain't on here, baby. She is. She'll be on. Oh, she'll be on fire. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, Good morning. Well, well, well. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Did you get the text I sent you? Yeah, I, I finally looked at it. I, well, I hope it up this morning. I hadn't been able to look at the video yet. I'm going to okay. make it my business. Um, Sometimes throughout the evening, I'm going to do it. I know I got a curriculum meeting today. And then oh, I got to train yeah. tomorrow. Uh, they giving me delegate more responsibilities to me so much this year just too much. Okay, that's why um, I just wanted to make sure that, that it had reached you. Oh, it reached its destination. <laughs> Most of them. All right, all right, all right. How's everybody? Everybody's wonderful. You got that classroom together. Yeah, I got... um. I still need to do some stuff in my classroom. I'm still looking a little suspect in there. All right, I guess somebody can open us up in prayer. Minister Erica. Hmm? I mean, Minister Alisa. <laughs> No problem, and thank you for because I need to soak that title in because I seem to be having some issues remembering that. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's denial. I was talking um, okay. to my pastor's daughter who just took her hug. I was calling the ministry back here in March or whatever. She said, Brother Richardson, I can't get ready for this. I said, Well, you might as well, baby. If the college is charged, you've been given, so you got to carry that. But now, all she's about 22 years old. She said, I just need it now. <laughs> she said, I had lived there. It's going to come all right, baby. I'm ready. All right. All right, all right. 
Y'all ready? Uh-huh. All right. All gracious and heavenly Father, we come before you this beautiful morning. First to say thank you. Thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon each and every one of us. Thank you for allowing us to awaken this morning and close in our right minds to find that all is well. We'd like to thank you for our hearts and minds to serve you, to do the right thing, to spread your love and your message to the world. We'd like to ask this morning that you continue to touch our hearts, that you continue to touch our minds, um, to continue to have a spirit of service, to continue to have a spirit of humility, to continue to have a spirit that wants to do the right thing, a spirit that wants to receive your word with joy. Lord, we'd like to ask you right now to please just touch everybody's lives right now in the way that only you can and in the way that only you know how to do. We may not know everything that each of us is going through right now. We may not know each of our challenges. We may not know each of the uh, struggles that we face, but you do because you know all things. So we'd like to ask you to please, just in a mighty way, touch each and every one of us, Lord. You know what we need. You know what it is that you will have for us to do. Lord, I would like to ask this morning that you continue, just continue to breathe life into each of us, not just us on this call, but those that we love, those that we are close to. I would like to ask that you bind us so close together that one cannot fall without another, Lord, that you make us responsible for each other, that you make us accountable to and for each other as one big family as you would have us to be. Lord, today I bind the spirit of individuality in the sense of thinking that, you know, people are alone, that spirit of solitude, that spirit of loneliness, the spirit of feeling like nobody understands and nobody cares because we know that the enemy has ground to so ranking on the spirit. Well, when you think when a person thinks that there is nobody but them and nobody cares and nobody even knows them a lot or nobody cares if I live or if I die and that my life doesn't matter, please let everyone know that their life does matter that everything that they do for you, everybody that they touch in your name, every word that they give in your name, every thought that goes out in your name will bear fruit. And then when it is planted, when it is planted in, in fertile soil, that in due time, that in your time, in the way that you say, in the way that you know how, it will it will come to fruition. It will come to fruition more. Just let everyone know that the things that they do and the things that they say in your name or for the sake of righteousness, for the sake of truth, is not in vain. Their living is not in vain. The prayer call is not in vain. The teaching is not in vain. The reading of the word is not in vain. The praying is not in vain. The fasting is not in vain. Just because we cannot see right now with our human eye everything that will come from 
the works that we are doing and for the sacrifices that we are making and for the pain that we go through just because we can't see it. We don't always know. We don't always know what will happen as a result. We cannot see the future, but you know, so we just ask for continued strength, for continued courage, for for continued understanding, for continued wisdom um, so that we will know what it is that you will have us to do. In addition, we ask for your continued strength to be obedient when we don't feel like we can be obedient or we don't feel like we know why we should be obedient or we feel like it's just too hard or we don't get what will come from it. So we we, we just like to ask you to please just give us strength or not a human strength. We like to ask you for superhuman strength. We like to ask you for supernatural strength because this battle that we fight, this battle that we fight is not of this world. It is not of this world. This is a spiritual battle. And we need you, Lord, to provide us with spiritual and supernatural armor, supernatural natural strength, supernatural discernment, a supernatural eye so that we are ever ready for the battle. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, as we continue in prayer, Lord, we come for you with a heart of thanksgiving, giving us life, strength, and peace throughout this day. We give our lives over to you, Lord God, so that you can have full reign and conduct and lead us in the way that you have for us to go. Father God, I read in your word in Psalms 119.89, says that your word has been settled in heaven. And what that means to me, Father God, is that anything that we ask in the name of Jesus, that all your promises are yea and amen unto your glory, that we by your stripes we are healed. We are delivered. We are saved. We are made whole. We are made complete. So, Father God, we come to you, Lord God, dedicating our lives over to you right now, that you have full course of us throughout this day, that you will move upon the altars of our heart, Lord God, and that our prayers will be settled in heaven, Lord God, that anything we ask in Jesus' name, it shall be given, that we are set free because you have taken on these things, these trials, these tribulations, these struggles of which we have. Father God, as we go, Lord God, let our hearts continue to, to lean and trust and depend on your holy and your righteous word. Let us continue to dwell in this shadow of the almighty Lord God, that no weapons formed against us, they will not prosper. You didn't say that they would not form, but they won't prosper. That we'll be more than conquerors to Christ Jesus who loves us. Father God, I thank you for the brothers and sisters who are on this call, Lord God. I thank you for the fellowship. I thank you for the diligence that we have to press towards the mark of a higher calling, to seek you first and foremost for our journey throughout this day and throughout our lives. Let us continue to bask and to dwell in your shadow, Lord God. Let us continue to lean and depend on your word. Let us continue to reach out and call upon the name of Jesus, Lord God, in these trying times, Lord God. For we are blessed by the word, Lord God. We are stripped and we are removed from ourselves by the word, and we have are made holy, complete through you. 
Father God, even as we go through, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that a raining word will be spoken to those who are unsaved, Lord God, that their lives will be turned over to you, that they will confess the name of Jesus as their Lord and Savior and seek the kingdom of, of God and his righteousness and everything that is Everything that they desire or everything that they want to be will be added to them. Even those of us who are on this battlefield, Lord, let us continue to keep our hands upon the gospel plan, Lord God, so that we can continue to till the soil that is keeping us from being separated from you. Lord God, we just ask you that your spirit continue to keep our families, our friends, our neighbors, our communities, our country, even our president in perfect peace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. <coughs> Oh yes, Holy Spirit, we were born under the Saka. Oh yes, Holy Spirit, shendiruku ho shendiradakandaka. Thank you, Father. Oh yeah, sandiruku seke shendiruku saka kaka. Thank you, Lord. Ho sheke sheke shendiruku seke shedeke. Karamboko, Shirakata, Shirakote, Shirakata, Shirakote, Shirakata, Shirakote, Shirakata, Shirakote, Shirakata, Shirakote, Shirakata, Hurombrande, Gose, Shirakanda, Shirakose, Shirakanda, Shirakose, Shirakanda, Shirakose, Shirakanda, Shirakose, Shirakombraka, Horomboko, Dedicanda, Gose, Shirakandraka, Horombonde, Gose, Shirakose, 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 Sherako <laughs> Rarabose, Sheradokosa, Dararokose, Sheradokosa, Sheradokose, Sheradokosa, Harande did a gose, did a go dead, 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 Yes, 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 Holy Spirit, Yandara de Kosakaka, Yandara de Kosakaka, yes, 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 Father. We praise your name, Lord. We glorify you, Father. Father, we seek your presence and your power. We seek the word of God. We seek your anointing, your healing, your deliverance, your forgiveness, your mm, mm, mm. Just you, Father. Mm, mm, mm. Help us to press on in your word help us to seek and to trust you oh jesus sayara posaka father god ayandoro ko sa ha ha ayandoro ko seke hmm serombosa 
Shirabuse, Shirambaka, Shirokose, Harambrande to go Saka, Harambrande to go Sede, Harambrande to go Sanda, Kara, Rokose, Shende, Shiriko Sanda, Rokose, Shiriko Yes, 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 Father, let the Word of God. The anointing of Christ pour forth. Speak to us. Speak to us. Mm. Speak to us. Mm. Speak to us, Lord. Oh, yes. Restore, heal, anoint. Speak to us. Empower, impart. Speak to us, Lord. Encourage us. Strengthen us, Lord. Love us. Forgive us. Heal us. Save us. Deliver us. Mm -hmm. Encourage us. Yakarambo, go let the full armor of God. The full Armor of God. Who Yakaha Bokore Yasara, the full armor of God. The full armor of God. Thank you, Father, for being our God. Thank you, Lord, yes. Thank you, Father, for telling us what we need to pray for, Lord, before we even recognize it, Lord. Lord, one of my prayers has been (laughs) the ability to persevere to the end, Lord, to faint not, Lord, and I know I need you now. I know I need you now, Lord. Sometimes, Lord, we're not in full awareness of how much we need you, and other times we recognize it totally. Lord, I recognize that I need you now in that capacity, Father God. I need your grace, your mercy, your strength, and then some, Lord, in order for me to be able to press on, to faint not, to walk and to trust you, Lord, and just to keep it together. I thank you, Father, for being my friend, my Savior, for being whatever it is that I need, Lord. As you hold on to me through the muck and the mire, Father God, when I do look back, let it be to reflect upon my past victories in you, Lord. When I do look back, Lord, let it be to bring to remembrance those obstacles that you have carried me over by your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, to remember from whence I came. I might not be where I need to be, but I'm not where I was, Lord. And to recognize that your hand is upon my life in a great and a mighty way, Lord. 
I might not agree or understand it all, Lord, but I know that you have never left nor forsaken me back then, and you are not about to do it now, Lord. And then just encourage me to press on and strengthen me to press on, Daddy God. Oh, Shandid, it'll go, oh! Say the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, Father. Help me to walk those steps. How can a man understand his own way when I'm directed by the Lord, Father? Help me to trust the path that you have laid out in front of me, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When I don't see, when I don't like, when I don't understand, but let me trust you, Daddy God. Let me hold on to your word, Father God. But your word will never leave me. And it will not come back to you void. I need you. My family needs you. This prayer line needs you. We all need you, Lord. Just direct us. Hold on to us. And keep us where you desire us to be, Jesus. In your mighty name it is so. Amen. Amen. Mm. And amen. All right, where we at? Stuff. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing? How are How are you? I'm in attendance. All right. <laughs> Hey, that it could be worse, right? It beats the alternative. Okay. It beats the alternative. So, you know, my father-in-law used to say, "Anything beats the blanks." <laughs> right? Oh, boy, 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 boy. All right. We got listers and stuff to people to pray for and all that lovely stuff, so. Anybody can listen and pray for them. What'd you say? I I have a request. Um, as... I shared, well, as a couple of you all know, I received um, one license for ministry. I'm not ordained yet. That'll happen um, in about eight to ten weeks. But I received my license for ministry. And ever since that happened, this was like a week ago, a week and some change ago. And ever since that happened, um, the enemy has been on full frontal attack. 
back and Sam knows, you know, the story of my interest in life. And so he knows um, the enemy has been trying to take me out for decades. Um, and so I realized, you know, now um, as I have matured, why that was, of course, growing up, I didn't understand why certain things were taking place, but now I get it. Um, and so needless to say, <clears throat> the enemy is not pleased uh, with where um, I am and the decision to give God my yes for this. And so when I tell you he is clowning, he is straight up clowning. And not just me, but he's attacking is more so the attack on those who love me and those who, um, you know, have my back and are supporting me. Um, so he's trying to take me out through them. Um, and he told me in a very clear voice that if you speak the word, if you speak this word, I will kill you. And it will be done finally this time. Um, so I ain't worried about that. That's what he's supposed to do, blow smoke and hot air. I got that. You know, I'm not afraid of that at all. Um, but a very, very good friend of mine last night got home. She had been gone all day long since 5.30 in the morning. She actually um, came to pick me up yesterday morning. We rode to work together. And she got home, and the kid, her children could hear, like, alarms going off from inside of her house. And, and so, you know, and I was actually on the phone with her when this happened. So she's, go, you know, so she went in and all of the carbon monoxide alarms, <clears throat> excuse me, had gone off in the house, all of them. And so she called the fire department just to make sure that it was safe for everyone to be inside, for baby to be inside. You know, she took everybody outside. And she and the fire department told her that the that the carbon monoxide um, ratings or however you put it was off the charts. Um, and so we don't know what would have happened if she and those babies had been inside the house all day because she had been gone. This was at ten o'clock at night. So we're talking. She left at five thirty a.m. So we don't know what happened or how that happened. And the first thing she said was, hey, the enemy trying to take me out for real, huh, girl? And I said, Lord, have mercy. Because, you know, Carmen, because the fire department was saying that high, carbon monoxide levels at that high could kill them. <clears throat> and, so, and so this is after everything else that has happened starting the day after that I received my certificate. And I said, oh, my God. So really, so this is how we're going to do it. We're just trying to take out any and everybody who, who supports me, you know, who loves me. Who, so he's trying to take out everybody, me and everybody around me. So, um, you know, that does not scare me. Luckily, I'm not around no spiritual punk, so they're not scared either. But I would like for you all to please continue to keep me in my prayers, in your prayers, especially as I transition to my official ordination, um, uh, you know, when I can really begin to speak, speak. So um, please keep myself, you know, my family, my friends uh, in your prayers um, and a prayer for, for my ministry. Um, so that's my request of the saints today. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Yerokosada. Let me pray for her request. Hopoke shaka hakike kokoko hoshandi ke handa kosara mboko se shinde hedeko randaka. Handi de kose shande de kosa. Handi de kose shande de kosa. Yande de kose. Stand firm in what God's calling you to do. Hmm. Stand firm what God is telling you to do. Trust. Trust in him. Trust. Walk not according to your understanding. <laughs> Allow God to be God. Allow him to direct your steps and to finish what he started in your life. Don't get fooled by the attack of the enemy and don't get tricked into walking in in your own wisdom and understanding. In order to come out of where you're at, You need the anointing and the power of God. Don't get tricked into walking into what you know, what you understand, and your perception. You need discernment. You need revelation. You need strength from God in order to pull you completely out. It's by his grace and his mercy that has gotten you here, and it will be his grace and his mercy that will pull you out. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All right, let's go ahead and knock this list. <clears throat> now I want to do yours. However you want to do it, let's do it. Get it over with. Who? When you say do yours, who? <laughs> uh, certain people have lists. You know, on the list, certain people were assigned like, you know, weeks or months ago. Which we don't even order most of the time, but <laughs> so um but yeah. But you can do some if you want to. We got the unsaved, sick and shut in, congregations and churches, deceased in hospice, prisons, okay. mission you can you can go ahead we whatever one you want to lift up, be my guest. Good morning everybody. Good morning, baby. How y'all doing today? We're doing okay. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> um, uh, can I? Um, I, I want to do my my list real quick before I go. Gotta go back on mute. <laughs> um, 
Father God, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for all that you have done from creation up until now. You have always had us in mind. And so, God, as we go forward today, oh God, we speak for the church. We speak your peace. We speak your truth. We speak your your word of knowledge over the church today, oh God, that as your word is ministered unto the people, um, that it is given on good ground, oh God. We ask that you will continue to bless the hand of the ministers, apostles, bishops, um, teachers, evangelists, all that go before your people, oh God, to teach your word, that they will continue to teach your word in spirit and in truth, oh God. Not watered down, not politically correct, not their opinion, but your word, oh God, because your word is like a two-edged sword cut in the center, the soul and the spirit, the spirit and the flesh, oh God. And so we need to have that done, oh God, so that we'll be able to walk in your presence. And we thank you for that. We thank you that we will watch over and keep them in good health. We speak that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. No weapon of sickness, illness, disease, infection, or plague, bacterial, viral, chemical, fungal, or man-made. Father God, we also speak that wherever their foot treads, wherever they lay their head, is blessed and protected, O God. Let them continue to stay strong and prosperous as they prosper within you, O God, both financially mentally and spiritually, oh God. We ask that you will also watch over their seven degrees of separation because, oh God, it's their support system, it's their family, it's their friends and associates that they have that support them in everything they do, either by prayer, by finances, or just by being friends, oh God, being able to sit down and speak on a one-on-one and being able to be themselves. And so, Father God, we just ask, oh God, that you will cover their Suffering the of separation under the blood, keeping them from all hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. And God, we also come for those who are abused and addicted and in prison, oh God. We come because they are bound. We come because they are chained. We come because they are afflicted, either on purpose or by accident, oh God. There's no way for us to know what you know. And you know what the, what word needs to be said what action needs to be done for them to be able to come out of the darkness that they're in and into the marvelous light of your salvation and your deliverance. And so, Father God, we ask that whoever you have cross their path today, oh God, that they speak or act in the way that they need to do so that you they will um, catch that drowning person by the hand and pull them to safety, oh God, and, and show them who you are just by being and being obedient to your leading. And so, Father God, we give you praise for that. We come against the enemy right now. We speak that that spirit of distraction, we speak that that spirit of evilness, that spirit of deception, that spirit of depression will have its weakness, that it will be that it will be uh, cut asunder from that person right now in the name of Jesus. And we speak instantaneous deliverance upon the seeking or the action that needs to be done, oh God, so that that deliverance will give them a closer walk with you instantaneously, oh God, because we know that the hour is shortened and that the time now are, are you have to say yay or no 
There is no in-between. There's no lukewarm that we can walk in at this at this hour, Father God. And we also come for those who are dealing with um, hospice. We come right now, oh God, that we seek a miraculous healing. We stand in agreement right now with the prayers that are going up for those who are in hospice and hospice care, oh God, we stand in agreement with the, the patient and the family who are calling unto you, oh God. We are speaking a miraculous healing over their body. We speak that those tumors are dissolved in the name of Yeshua. We speak that those the, the blood yes. dissolved in the name of Yeshua. Yes. We speak that those bone marrow is, is cleared in the name of Yeshua. We speak that whatever whatever um illnesses that's doing with the with the total body system. We speak that those things are covered and destroyed in the name of Yeshua. We speak against any chemotherapy, that there is no chemotherapy needed, that every cancer cell has been obliterated in the name of Yeshua. We speak that even in the dark places that it tries to hide so that it cannot be detected, it will be brought into the light and destroyed in the name of Yeshua. We come against any spirit of dementia in the name of Yeshua. We speak against clarity of mind, that only it can be done in your will and in your power in the name of Yeshua. And we just thank you, Father God, for the instantaneous, miraculous healing that you can only give. And we claim those things for them because you said we're two or three are gathered in your name. You are in the midst. And we are in the midst in the spirit with them, giving you praise and glory that only you deserve, oh God. And we come because we want to have life through you, a life more abundantly. And we give you praise for the healing that are going to go forth and having the doctors confounded. And so, God, we also come for Sam, that you will continue to bless him, oh God. Give him a peace that passes all understanding, a peace that only you can give, that no man can take away. Father God, we ask that you will continue to uphold him, both in mind, body, and spirit, even when he feels weakness in himself, oh God. You know that you can endow him with a strength that only comes by supernatural means, oh God. Let him be able to see the mighty works of your hand in his life, oh God. Let him be able to see the result of his prayers, oh God, so that he will be continued to be encouraged in all that you have him do. And Father God, we also come for those who are seeking you as they as they are um, walking in the callings that you have called them to go, oh God, be it in ministerial, evangelistic, and teaching, and witnessing, and just being uh, the, the 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 prayer wall warrior being able to intercede and being able to hold up the the, the bloodstained banner before you, O oh God, and say, Lord, hold back your hand, Lord, hold back your anger, Lord, hold back your judgment on your people as they come to you. We ask that you would just continue to watch over them and keep them strong, that the enemy not come in to deceive. Let him not be able to kill, steal, and destroy. Father God, you said that the weapons will be coming, but they shall not prosper. So whatever weapon that the enemy comes at, be it in the mind, in the spirit, or in the body, Father God, you can put up a hedge of protection, and you can put the standard before him and tell him that he has no power. And we know that we are, as long as we walk in your will and in your way, and obey everything that you have us do. We are blessed and protected, and we thank you for that. In the name of Yeshua, we talk. Amen. 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 Uh, I guess I'll go get my list. 
morning, folks. Yeah, folks. <laughs> okay, people. What are we at? What are we doing? Trey Mathis and Ariel Singford. How should it go? Rambo, shit, 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 Brand of the Gosset, she'll go say, 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 she'll go say,
Harambrande go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to Kanda. Harambrande go say she to 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 go da. Harambrande go say she to go say she to go rande go say she to go rande Kanda. Harambrande go say she to go say she to go say she to go say Nderaka Sakara. Tristan Petrie, Jacqueline Jameson, Makai, and Ozias, Teresa, Amber, and Brianna, Devon, Tyler, and Jasmine, Anaya, Brianna, Loji, Victor, Kiara, Shaw, Capri, Lacour, April, Morris, Raheem, Powell, AJ, and family.
the Tolan family, that Dadaka, Dadaka. And just to read on family. Groupy, 
Rochelle, Hombo, Richard Thomas, the Johnson and Jackson family. Shin should go say 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 go say should go say should go say should go say go say should 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 Diana Sandy, hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she go rasa sakara. Willie and Debbie, hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she to go saraka sakara. And a young man on 107th Street, Shindeshi to go say she 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 to go say Uroshi to go say she to go saraka sakara. All right, listen to this while I make a call.
Pick up your pace and don't you be late. I'm here to tell you about the good news. There's something about the past that makes you draw. Wisdom has built this house now. Integrity will bring your pride out. If you know how to pray the situation out. Yeah. 
Finish the list, read the book, and go home. City of Refuge, Shadow Cosia, Randa the Cossession, did it go Rombranded Gossession, did it go Rombranded Gossession, did it go Rombraca, Horombranded Gossession, did it go say, Young Quibo, I gotta call you back. People in the gifting class. Hold on, this is my father. I gotta, y'all gotta hold on. Hello. Hey, I'm good.
Okay. Um, city of Refuge, Shirokon, got that. Um, people in the gifting class. Shunda to go say, Shiroko Rambraka, Shiroko say. Hundred to go say, Shiroko 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 say, Sakara. Joyce Mason, Alex Thompson, Elliot, and Chris Foster. Shinda to go say, Shiroko go say, Shiroko 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 say, Shiroko
I'm back on. Um, where am I at with the stuff? Reginald Foster, Shadow the Cosin, the Coran, the Cosin, the Carandra, Corombraca, Shidocosis, the Candaraca, Sakara. Maria Mathis, Shindel the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosaraca, Sakara. Joyce Mason, Alex Thompson, Elliot, and Chris Foster, Shindel the Cosandra, the Cosis, the Dorosa, Sakara. Helpmate, Sunday the Cosis, the Casa, Sakara. Rose Johnson, Sunday the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosis, the Cosis, the Corandaca. Sakara. Andre Dijon, Humboldt Corridor, Shidokose, Dedicose, Shidokose, Randaka, Sakara. Donald Lusser, Shindir, Shidokose, 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 Harambraka, Dokara. Della Carandala. Humbrushidogose, Shindishidogose, Shindrushidogose, Shindishidogose, Shindrushidogose, Shindishidogose, Harandaka, Sakara. Jonathan Dunlap, Humboshidogose, Shidogose, 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 Sakara. My parents, who should go had to go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, should go Saraka, Sakara. City of Atlanta, Hundred, should go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, should go Saraka, Sakara. President Obama, Hundred, go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, should go Saraka, Sakara. Mastermind group, who should go say, should go say, should go say, should go Saraka, Sakara. Donna Johnson and family, who should go say, should go say, should go say, should go Saraka, Sakara. Watching it. Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Sakara. Rosen Hospital in the community. Shindu should go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go Sakara. Sakara. Who Jesus? Um, Mark Eaton Charles II. Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go Sakara. Sakara. Pastor Mark Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go Sakara. Sakara. And myself. Umbrajid go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go say, Shindu go Sakara. Rose Moore, Sakis, Larry Stone, Travis Crocker, CFF, Nate Carson, Mama Jeannie, Phil and Jan Enlow, Mom on Cheryl Vaughn, Gunn Silver, Jeff Natasha Ferguson, Don Smith, Jeannie Altman, Platt Academy, Marky and Charles Sr., Gerard Jenkins, Mark Gully, Erica Collishmith, Corin Dennis, Bishop Yarbrough, Louis and Sherry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Jerry Dietrich, Mike Stravison, Barbara Carson family, Sam and Nad, Denise and Terry DeMond, Holly and KFC organization. Branded a gossation, I think she pretty much touched on all the other lists. So I'm going to pray for those other ones I got. Do the reading. <sighs> Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Send it to go say she did it to go run. Did it go say she did it to go surrender. Go say she did it to 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 go run. Hundred go say she 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 go say she
What else we got? Ability to persevere to the end. Father God, I need that. Hoshika Rambo Kosesh Kan Rasid Kosesh Randal Gosanda. Hoshi Shandrandal Gosesh 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 Garandal Gosanda. Hoshi the Gosesh 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 Randal Gosan Randal Gosanda. Rombaka Sakara. Supernatural, superhuman strength, ability to get some talents on a synergistic basis. What else we got? Um... That's all it is. Can't think of no other ones, and I'm not trying to. Um, let's get into the reading. Second temptation. No length of time is given between the temptations and the inferences that they follow one another in quick succession as suggested by the word then. It would be interesting to know what the second and third temptation of Adam and Eve would have been if they had not fallen to the first. Probably they would have been different. Having failed in this effort to get Jesus to disobey the will of God, the devil changes his tactics. He takes Jesus from the wilderness to Jerusalem and sets him on the pinnacle of the temple and says, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He should give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands shall they bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Psalms 91, 11-12 This temptation is a challenge to Jesus to make his faith in God protecting care visible. If he trusted God in all things, let him cast himself down from the pinnacle of the temple and test the promise of God to give him angels charge over him and bear him slowly down to the ground. 
The kingdom idea is also seen in the temptation. The prophet Malachi, Malachi 3 and 1, had foretold that the Messiah would suddenly come to his temple. What could then be more spectacular than for Jesus to flow down, apparently out of the heavens, into the court of the temple, filled with the representatives of the people? Surely such an apocalypse would dazzle the multitude, and they would at once accept him as the Messiah. This was a temptation for Jesus to test his deity and sonship by presuming on the protective care of God. The devil's hope was that if Jesus yielded and threw himself down from the pinnacle of the temple, then his presumption would have put him outside of the pale of angelic assistance and that he would have been dashed to death on the marble pavement of the temple. Jesus' reply was, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. This was a rebuke, and for the second time the devil found himself foiled. Again, the devil taking him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Matthew 4, 8 and 9. This was the devil's trump card, his masterpiece of the temptation. Having failed to get Jesus to satisfy his hunger in an illegitimate way or to test his father's protecting care, the devil bluntly offers him the kingdoms of this world if he would transfer his allegiance from his father and fall down and worship him. It is clear that this was a compromise offer. The devil knew that he was doomed to defeat, and he wanted to make the best bargain he could. It is worthy to know that Jesus did not dispute his claim of lordship over the kingdoms of this world. In fact, Jesus called him the prince of the world. And it's further worth to note that Jesus, when Jesus refused the offer, it was to still leave the kingdom of this world under the devil's dominion, and they will remain there until he comes, until he comes whose right it is to rule and reign over them in the millennial glory. The devil knew that Jesus had come into control of the kingdoms of the world, and what he practically, what he practically said to Jesus was, you came into the world to die on the cross that you might win back these kingdoms of God. Now, if you will bow down and by worshiping me acknowledge my supremacy over these kingdoms, I will give them to you without the suffering of the cross. To dazzle Jesus was the grandeur of his preposition. The devil took Jesus up on the exceedingly high mountain, and in a moment of time, Luke 4 and 5, as if he feared a prolonged view, failed the illusion and disclosed the worthlessness of those kingdoms. The devil showed Jesus the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, but Jesus saw farther than the devil. He saw the kingdom that he himself was destined to set up and that in comparison with those kingdoms would far excel them. And he knew that the offer was not worth the price. Furthermore, he knew the promise. Ask of me, the Father, and I shall give thee the heaven, the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Psalms 2, 7 through 9. So it was not necessary that he accept the devil's offer. The devil's proposition was his undoing. Immediately, Jesus said, Get thee hence, Satan. This was a command, and at once Satan, now unmasked and called by his right name, like a whip cur, foiled and defeated, slunk away, and the angels came and ministered to Jesus. By his victory over temptation, Jesus passed from the fullness of the Spirit to the power of the Spirit. Luke 4, 1 and 14. We are told that Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4 and 15. These all points may be summed up under three heads, represented by the three temptations of Jesus, and were included in the one temptation of Eve, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eyes. All the temptations of mankind may be summed up in the three heads, represented by the wilderness temptation, the temptation to secure the supply by natural needs by illegitimate means.
The temptation to presume on God's protection when we willfully run into danger. The temptation to secure this world's goods and honors without toil or suffering by entering into a league with the forces of evil. The lessons for the Christian church are one, do not turn your church into a soup kitchen or a place of suppers to get the funds to supply the needs of the church. Two, do not use the spectacular and sensational methods to get an audience. Three, do not enter into alliance with the powers of state, wealth, and society or into federations of anti-Christian forces for world supremacy. Eve, the bride of Adam, was tempted first, fell, and pulled her husband down with her. Christ, the last Adam, was tempted first, and because of his victory over temptation, he is able to keep his bride, the church, from falling. The last Adam will recover the kingly scepter the first Adam lost. The devil tempts us to make us unusable. God tests us to show that we are usable. The instrument of victory is the word of God. We must be able to answer the devil with, it is written. Amen. Okay. The second temptation. No length of time is given between the temptations, and the inference is that they follow one another in quick succession, as suggested by the word then. It would be interesting to know what the second and third temptation of Adam and Eve would have been if they had not fallen to the first. Probably they would have been different. Having failed in his effort to get Jesus to disobey the will of God, the devil changes his tactics. He takes Jesus from the wilderness to Jerusalem and sets him on a pinnacle of the temple and says, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Psalms 91, 11-12. And what's interesting here is what happened, and, and, and see, the same thing that, that the devil did with Adam and Eve, he's doing with Jesus. He's using the word of God. He's coming to Jesus. He says, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. Okay, that's a challenge. Okay, if you're really the son of God, cast yourself down. Now, why should I cast myself down? Well, he says, it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up. That's why you have to have the Holy Spirit. See, you, if we're not having the Holy Spirit to give us revelation and understanding and discernment, then we can easily be led astray. See, that's what the devil does. He uses the, um, not a lie, because he's not lying, but he uses deception. It's true, it is written. Thou should not, death, thou should not, what did he say? It is written. He should give his angels charge over concernity. That's the written word of God. But because of the Holy Spirit and the discernment of God, he had the revelation to understand the tactics of the enemy. Remember, the devil is coming at you through deception majority of times, not through a straight lie. This temptation is a challenge to Jesus to make his faith in God's protecting care visible. If he trusted God in all things, let him cast himself down from the pinnacle of the temple and test the promise of God to give his angels charge over him and bear him slowly down to the ground. The kingdom idea is also seen in this temptation. The prophet Malachi 3 and 1 had foretold that the Messiah would suddenly come to his temple. What could then be more spectacular than for Jesus to float down, apparently out of the heavens, into the court of the temple filled with the representative of the people? Surely such an apocalypse would dazzle the multitude, and they would at once accept him as the Messiah. This was a temptation for Jesus to test his deity and sonship by presuming on the protective care of God. 
The devil's hope was that if Jesus yielded and threw himself down from the pinnacle of the temple, that his presumption would have put him outside the pale angelic assistance, that he would have been dashed to death on the marble pavement of the temple. Jesus' reply was, it is written again, thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. This was a rebuke, and for the second time, the devil found himself foiled. And notice what he said, thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. He's also telling Satan, uh, he's your God. He's not just my God, he's your God too. So, again, that's why you have to, see, you can't, you can't, you got to allow the Holy Spirit to teach you the word. You got to allow the Holy Spirit to teach you how to pray. You got to allow the Holy Spirit to show you what, how, when, where, and why. Because if if you're walking in human understanding, human reasoning, we're going to fall. See, again, just what the uh, the author was pointing out about Malachi 3 and 1. He said the kingdom, uh, the prophet Malachi had foretold that the Messiah would suddenly come to his temple. Now, if we all not lean, if we're leaning on our own understanding, then you say, well, yeah, nothing else makes sense. You know, I could do that. But see, that's yielding to the desires of the flesh, yielding to the desires of the soul, because we want to be lifted up. We want to be in a position of supremacy. We want to be seen. See, again, that's our soul. That's our desire. But majority of the time, what is God? You call, uh, you're called to humble yourself. Majority of the time, you're called to pull yourself back. To deny yourself. Then when Christ uh, when Christ says so, then he'll put you up in another position. But first and foremost, you're called to yield and to humble yourself. You know why? Again, what have we been talking about the flesh nature? About how powerful that flesh nature. What have we been talking about how powerful our soul is tied into our flesh? And either one of those are not yielding to the Spirit. We're not in the line with the Holy Spirit leading us. Then that means we're not walking according to God because we're walking according to soulish ideas, soulish understanding, so, or, or just willfully yielding to the flesh. And But again, the flesh and the spirit are wars and against each other. So again, so as we begin to learn these things and learn about how we have to be conscious and careful about who we're listening to. Because it's who we're listening to that will guide us down or make us go down the path of the enemy or the path of God. And the more and more we come, the more and more we grow in the word of God, the the temptations are more and more subtle. It says a little leaven leaven the whole lump. Just takes a little bit. Again the devil taking him up to an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of this world and the glory of them and said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me, Matthew four, eight and nine. This was the devil's trump card, his masterpiece of temptation. Having failed to get Jesus to satisfy his hunger in an illegitimate way or to test his father's protecting care, the devil bluntly offers him the kingdoms of this world if he would transfer his allegiance from his father and fall down and worship him. It is clear that this was a compromise offer. The devil knew that he was doomed to defeat and he wanted to make the best bargain he could. It is worthy to know that Jesus did not dispute his claim of lordship over the kingdoms of this world. In fact, Jesus called him the prince of this world. And it's further worthy of the note that when Jesus refused the offer, it was to still leave the kingdoms of this world under the devil's dominion, and they will remain there until he comes, whose right it is to rule and reign over them in the millennial glory. The prince of this world. Yeah, 
He's going to give me these kingdoms. Just think about that conversation. I'll give you these kingdoms. I'll give you this. I'll, this is mine to give. I can give this to you. Yeah, you're right. It's yours to give me. But you're the prince. Remember, I'm the king. But he wasn't walking in his deity. He wasn't even pointing out who he was because he was walking as a man. But he was pointing to his daddy, God. He was understanding that, yes, you are a prince. A king is over. The king is over the. The devil knew that Jesus had come to the world. We got some background. The devil knew that Jesus had come into the world to get control over the kingdoms of this world. And what he practically told to Jesus was, you came into the world to die on the cross that you might win back these kingdoms to God. Now, if you will bow down in my worship of me, acknowledge my supremacy over these kingdoms, I will give them to you without the suffering of the cross. Mm. You can have it. This is what you want. I'm going to give it to you. Just let do it my way. I'm going to give you what you want. Just do it my way. That's what the enemy is saying. And if you do it my way, you ain't got to suffer. You ain't got to go through all that unnecessary drama. Look, I, I, I can see here you can have it. How many of us would have taken that offer? I ain't got to go through this hell. I ain't got to go through this suffering. Jesus knew he was going to have to suffer. He didn't understand the fullness of it until he was actually on the cross. But he knew he was going to have to suffer. So this was an out to him. Now let's look at us. A lot of times we don't know we're going to have to suffer. We might see a little bit of the struggle. We might see a little bit of the problem, but we don't, we don't see, nah, because trust and believe. Trust and believe. I would not be on this prayer line right here and right now if I knew. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How many of us would have taken another direction? I'm talking about when we are go. I'm talking about when we are seeking the Lord. I'm talking about when not not when we're just running out here doing something. I'm talking about say you seek the, the steps of a righteous man ordered by the Lord. When we are seeking the Lord regarding our steps, regarding our direction, regarding about what we're going to what we're doing, and we're learning that we're doing it for Him and with Him and through Him. But when we're walking that path, then all the hell that comes against us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Majority of us like, you know what? I'm good. Arthur trying to get in school and every, all hell breaking loose in his household. I got all hell breaking loose all in my household, all around me. Erica on her job. We wouldn't all hell no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I'm good. Mm-mm. Let me sit in the back of the audience. Matter of fact, let me just listen to church on TV when I feel like it and I don't have to be bothered. That's what nine times out of ten what we would do to pacify our flesh, to pacify our soul, because suffering is just that, it's suffering. But when you're doing it out of obedience, not that we're trying to suffer, but we're trying to be obedient, and because of the obedience, persecution comes. But we're still willing to be obedient. We're still willing to trust our God to seek his leadership and allow him to direct our paths. See, see, if we, we mm, let me just keep reading. To dazzle Jesus with the grandeur of his proposition, the devil took Jesus up into an exceedingly high mountain, and in a moment of time, Luke 4 and 5, as if he feared a prolonged view would dispel the illusion and disclose the worthlessness of these kingdoms, the devil showed Jesus the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. 
But Jesus saw farther than the devil. He saw the kingdom that he himself was destined to set up, and that in comparison with those kingdoms would far excel them, and he knew that the offer was not worth the price. He knew the promise, ask of me, the Father, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession, Psalms 2, 7-9. through 9. So it was not necessary that he accept the devil's offer. The devil's proposition was his undoing. Immediately Jesus said, Get thee hence, Satan. This was a command. And at once Satan, now unmasked and called by his right name like a whipped cur, foiled and defeated, slunk away, and the angels came and ministered to Jesus. By his victory over temptation, Jesus passed from the fullness of the Spirit to the power of the Spirit. Luke 4, 1 and 14. He had to go through that. He had to stand in the word. He had to use the word to get the enemy to to go forth, to get away from him. And once he had passed that temptation, once he had passed that test, then he got the power. He went from the fullness of the spirit to the power of the spirit, Luke 4, 1 and 14. We are told that Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4 and 15. These all points may be summed up under three heads, represented by the three temptations of Jesus, and were included in the one temptation of Eve, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eyes. 1 John 2 and 16. All the temptations of mankind may be summed up under three heads, Represented by the wilderness temptation. Number one, the temptation to secure the supply of our natural needs by illegitimate means. Okay, don't nobody say ouch here. I'm going to just leave it alone. You ain't got to scream loud. I'm going to just shut my own mouth because my toes, they just went down the street, okay? The temptation to presume on God's protection when we willfully run into danger. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. I ain't worried about that. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. The temptation to secure this world's goods and honors without toil or suffering by entering into a league with the forces of evil. Mm. I need money for this. If I do it this way, that can solve my problems. The lessons for the church are, number one, do not turn your church into a soup kitchen or a place of suppers to get the funds to supply the needs of the church. Mm. Number two, do not use spectacular and sensational methods to get an audience. Okay. Three, do not enter into an alliance with the powers of state, wealth, and society or into federation of anti-Christian forces for world supremacy. Eve, the bride of Adam, was tempted first, fell, and pulled her husband down with her. Christ, the last Adam, was tempted first, and because of his victory over temptation, he is able to keep his bride, the church, from falling. The last Adam will recover the kingly scepter the first Adam lost. The devil tempts us to make us unusable. God tests us to show that we are usable. The instrument of victory is the word of God, 
we must be able to answer the devil with, it is written. And that is the lesson for today. <sighs> Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions? You know, it's funny that you just said the Trump card, and I was, and I was just thinking. <laughs> and you say King Trump's prince? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the king who's going to trump Trump. Okay. Um, out of Jesus going through the temptations and um, tribulation, he had to because when Adam was sitting down here, he was given dominion, but it was what you consider an easy, a, a simple, a simple easy thing to do. Once Eve had eaten from the tree. It opened up that Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus came down, he had to come down and show endurance. Mm. One, to fight the the, the, the the evil powers that was released when Eve and Adam had ate from the tree. And then also to put the devil on notice that, hey, look, I'm stronger than the last one that came through. I got knowledge of you. I mean, so he had to go up and show him, you know, devil doing all this talking, but Jesus already knew his assignment. And with him knowing his assignment, he's showing the devil that you can't make me bend down to you. Also, for when a lot of times people, when they look at their situation, they go for the easy, they go for the easier mark. And out of that, you know, when the repercussions come from it, it's like it's just pulling them more in or either they get to a common saying of where, you know, ain't nobody perfect. You no, know, everybody got to go through something and this, that, and the other, but it's not being put into the, it's not put into the phrase where it can complement the word. So you're pretty much saying that you're doomed, that you're garbage. So what if I go ahead and do this? Nobody cares, this and the other. So it's tearing down your self-esteem. But when Jesus came, he came showing that he had the endurance, that you don't have to fall for this stuff. He's a living um, witness and test. Well, we're, we're the people that was around him was a living witness, and he was a living testimony. And so in doing that, he already knew that once he went ahead and defeated the devil, that he would go ahead and inherit the earth. And plus, too, with him going without without blame or blemish, he's the human sacrifice. Now, even a lot of people set up there and they had said untruths about him and want to save a robber instead of him, okay, that's kind of a, like an easy way out. Um, just like with now, you see some of these police cases where if it was a black guy, he would have got shot and killed or beat to death or either given more harsh time than what the white guy would have got. 
they had done something that was more heinous. But we still got to fight this spiritual war. We still got to work our way through. We still got to have faith and trust. And Jesus showed us that we can do it. So if he can do it and we're saying that we're ambassadors of him, then he's giving us the strength. He's, He's equipping us with the strength to do it as well. Now, I say it's going to be easy, but we do have the ability to do it. Okay, I'm off my soapbox, Sam. I I just listened. You were saying that um, Jesus came and he and he he did what um the first Adam didn't do, but and the thing about it, the first Adam was already in a state of sinlessness, right. and he yielded. The second Adam, he was in a state of sinfulness. Mm-hmm. And he he did not yield. So he, he because he was yielding to the power of God and the word of God overcame all all everything that was over against Adam. So he so Adam yielded and he was actually Adam was more powerful because sin had not entered into the world yet. Right. But, and with Jesus, sin was all over the place, but yet and still he 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 yielded to the word, and the word is what kept him up, lifted him up. Okay. Now. With you saying that, Jesus, would you say Jesus had a better understanding of what he was coming into? Oh, I would definitely say that, yeah. Okay, but Adam, he didn't realize, I don't think he had recognized the power that he had because that's the only thing he had. Well, and then like the book had pointed out too, Adam was given a decree, trust me. You Mm -hmm. know, and so a lot of things that were going on, it, it didn't, you know, you don't need to know this. You don't need to worry about this. You just need to be obedient to me and do what I tell you to do. Right. Uh, and if you do that, all this other stuff won't matter. Uh-huh. But, you know, again, the, the desire of the flesh made him yield to temptation. Right. So that's what happened. Okay. So out of curiosity from the first one, well, well, for Adam, wasn't really curiosity. He just looked at Eve and saw nothing drastically happen to her. Well, it's, you know, it's a combination of trust and believe he wanted to know. Uh-huh. He, you know, because it, he wanted to know, he wanted to see. So it wasn't like, but it just wasn't, like I say, Eve was more deception than Adam. He just was disobedient. Right. So, and when Adam wasn't that far off again, because she didn't have to go go looking for him, he was right there. So right. they both wanted the same thing, you know, and um, so that that's that's what it is. They both wanted the same thing, curiosity or whatever you might want to label it, but they both wanted to eat of that tree. And like you said, now when Adam didn't see anything happen, well, ain't nothing happened. So maybe the certain is, and see that's something else too. When Adam didn't see her physically die, not knowing that he really knew what death was because death had not entered into the world. Sin had not entered into the world. So he saw her not die, not really knowing what death is, to be honest with you. You know, okay, but I don't see any changes in her. Then, okay, then maybe the word of God is not true. Maybe. Now, remember, God was coming out. What was God's word? Today, God's word is written to us in a book or books. 
back then God's word was what he told him. Remember that God came down in the cool of the day and talked with Adam. So God's word was whatever. He had a direct line. He had a direct link. Mm-hmm. You know, so God's word was what God told him. Just like, okay, like when we tell our children something, right. that that's mama said this, don't do this, don't do that. On Bottom line, don't do it. So that was God's word to Adam then, a direct line. (laughs) If he had any questions about anything, God was right there to talk with him and to explain to him. God told him what he wanted him to know and what he wanted him to do. Mm -hmm. And it's just the same way we treat our kids. We tell them what we know. You're not ready for this, so I'm not even going to explain that to you right now. Right now, just do what I told you to do. Right. And that's how it was back then. That's funny you come up to talk about this today because I think it was me and Sherry that was on the phone yesterday. And she was telling me about how she's trying to um, get control of her weight. And I was telling her about, like, with empty cards. You know, it's like Eve eating off the tree. You, you see it basically in fast food. Oh, Okay. And um, it looks good, it smells good, it tastes good. And once it gets past your mouth, your eyes and your mouth, it starts working its way through its body. Mm-hmm. What is it doing? It's causing havoc. <clears throat> it's making the body at unease because now you're that trying to digest some things that wasn't meant for digestion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was telling her, I said, you know, um, as you get older and you keep on eating this stuff, it's pretty much killing, you're pretty much slowly killing yourself. Because hmm. the average person, when they die, it's pretty much from inflammation, um, overgrowth of, 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 of yeast, bacteria, the body is decaying. But when you first took a bite out of it, they're like, oh, this smells good, it looks good, <laughs> and it was a little effort. You don't know what was inside of it, what they did to make it to look and to taste and smell that way. You just know it was pleasing to the eye, mm-hmm. it was pleasing to the taste, and it satisfied you for a moment. But not only did it satisfy you for a moment, now it also put some things into your body where it's having you to crave more. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, I never looked at it like that. I said, that's what it is. I said, if I was to have a small bottle of poison and you want to prove to them in a the court of law that I was putting a drop of this poison in your food every day, then chances are they can go ahead and charge me with um, with, with manslaughter, you know, premeditated manslaughter. Because, one, I'm giving you something that is not going to work in the body. But if I keep giving it to you in small dosages, somewhere along the line it's going gonna, it's gonna to be dangerous to you. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I said, but, you know, for the fast food industry, they're saved by the word a serving. Now, they know they got so much stuff in that one serving but it's small enough where it won't kill you. Mm-hmm. And just like with the guys who had did the um, 
had did the documentary Supersize It? Yeah. He said they ate McDonald's for a whole month. How was his health afterwards? Awful. They had to go put him into the hospital because so many things were going wrong in his body. Mm-hmm. So if you go buy McDonald's for breakfast, you go buy Burger King for lunch, you go buy Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeye's for dinner, that serving has now put you at three times at a bigger <laughs> risk of this stuff tearing your insides down. But at the time when you're eating it, you're not thinking about it's going to kill you. Then for the people who are making money off of you and know how it's going to treat you, I doubt if they're eating the stuff. <laughs> but, you know, for the analogy of eat, eating off that tree, it's a lot of things besides us just eating this fast food and stuff that under normal circumstances, you wouldn't do it because you know you run the risk. But now they're like, you know, just like some people say, you know, I just did a little sin. Sin is sin. Now, if you're doing a little here, a little there, eventually it's going to catch up to you. Now, if you're bold enough to do something on a larger scale, well, of course, it's going to catch up with you sooner. <clears throat> I mean, so that's how we that that's how we can look at it too through that not through that analogy, because we have a choice. We don't have to. And then too, here it is. Yes, this is a test. It's a test to see if we pass the test of God and fail the test of, of Satan. And then it's down to the point of just the way things are for right now, everybody want to grab and pretty much protect themselves. And for the last week, I've seen people from where they had connivingly tried to set up stuff. So, you know, like the person that wanted to throw a brick and they had a hand behind them, behind their back and act like they ain't done nothing, but you can see that, that it was orchestrated through them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I was trying to call you Saturday because I was able to keep my composure, but for what had happened, it was just totally uncalled for. Mm. But in the meantime, since I since I kept my composure, they had these other people scratching their head like, she's still here. But here goes the thing. My time for being there is just about up, and I know it's time for me to move on somewhere else. I'm just trying to figure out where's my next course to go. Because out of, out of them trying so hard to see if they can discourage me, that's all the stuff that they got to go back and answer to later. So why in the world should I jump in the boat with them? That's not even necessary. And someone had put up on it on Facebook the other day talking about a lot of young people are getting off of Facebook because they see too many old people on Facebook. Okay, now 
my thing on that is this. How do you know how old the person is? You have the choice of picking out who you won't have on your friends list. And now you got people who, where you can see the maturity because you don't have them hosting fights of, of, of females fighting females or males fighting males or doing something that just don't make any sense to the younger ones that put up any and everything and see how much um, they can pull and see how much they can pull people into the nonsense of challenges. And the one thing about it, time don't wait for nobody. So while you're claiming that you're young now, each second that goes by, you're getting older. Mm-hmm. Now, with each second that goes by and you're getting older, are you are you being stagnated or are you using that second to make yourself wiser? Because mm-hmm. with, the, with, with, with the term of using young and old, it's basically a temporary state. But um, I have a funny feeling um, I'm not the only one that has been going through a bunch of um, battles for the last couple of weeks. But my faith is still intact. My belief is still intact. And a customer gave me a shirt that has on the front no weapon formed against me shall prop, shall prosper. And on the back of the shirt, it has a big, bold, white letters, God got my back. Okay, Sam, you got the floor again. All right. That's how I take prayer requests. I go last. Anybody else got prayer requests? Oh, uh, that's just one thing after another. Continuing fighting. Yeah. Chrissy. Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Um, lady who made me buy her a tortle, huh? Yeah. Mhm. All right. Jesus Christ in Okay, Father God, higher the concession, come brush the concession, concession, Father God, I want to lift up Chrissy and shed it to go Holy Spirit, yonder to go to Raka. Holy Spirit, send it to Holy Spirit, send lift up the go remove Yarakasa. 
increase the course that encourage and that it will bless that it will open up her eyes to see she did her heart to receive that which you wanted a notion that it will go let it begin to rise up she did it go to the corumbo course to go to be used by you lord she did go sit Thank you, Holy Spirit, as you continue to speak into her life and strengthen her and gird her up. Father God, I thank you that she will soon begin to flow in the giftings and callings of God. Holy Spirit, continue to encourage her and keep her. Encourage and keep her, Lord. Encourage and keep her, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. Who else wants prayer? Mm-hmm. Okay. I pray for you, Renee. Oh, brown sugar up there. Okay. I want to lift up Renee, Lord. Hundred to go say, should 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 go Be still in the midst of the confusion. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that my hand is upon your life. Do not get caught up in the distractions and the disruptions of the enemy, but let my grace and my mercy keep thee. As you are continuing to let my anointing increase and be led by my spirit, the enemy is getting more and more upset and you are becoming more and more grounded. Continue to let the word of God rise up inside of you. Continue to let the anointing of Christ rise up inside of you. So you can go to do the great things he's called you to do. Continue to trust him in all and through all. And be encouraged. And don't be dismayed. Father God, continue to bless, anoint, and keep her. And she will continue to grow and flow in your giftings and callings over our life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. I think that. Amen. Okay, anybody else?
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.